Welcome to Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. Thank you for tuning in. This is sort of our intro before the intro, huh, guys? Yeah. This is like the video that plays first for you in a YouTube playlist. Is this like director's commentary? What are we doing here? (laughs) It would be nice. It would be nice. This is, well, we wanted to give everybody a heads up. Uh, We have, as you know, longtime listeners, uh, Matt, Noel, and myself have been recording in quarantine. Uh, We're a bunch of Quentin Quarantinos over here. Uh, And so we decided uh, we wanted to be productive with our time. We went back and looked over uh, a list of topics that we investigated before, but never found a satisfactory answer to. And we wondered if you could help us out yeah like the first one on our list here the lake city quiet pills what the heck was that about if you don't already know uh get ready it's a wild ride that was one of my favorites um the name itself takes on a very sinister meaning once you really dig into the episode the idea of quiet pills right matt Oh, yeah, and it jumps through everything from uh, a well-known person, a name you might recognize, Elisa Lam, what happened to her? How about Teresita Bassa? There's a really interesting story in there about revenge or possibly revenge. There's all kinds of stuff in this playlist. You're hopefully going to really enjoy these mysterious topics that we've got lined up for you, and it'll give you um, something to hang on to while maybe you, like us, are Quentin quarantining it. Yeah, uh, please, please check them out. Uh, again, all, all 10 of these shows uh, end with us not having a definitive answer, and they're located around the world. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can find us in all the usual places. Enjoy. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. You are you. And that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. Today we're talking about something uh, something pretty weird. So maybe by way of uh, segue, we can, we can talk a little bit about the internet. You guys ever heard of that? The internet? Mm, what's that? It's a big deal. Yeah, what? it's a big deal. So what is it though? The internet, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, let's, let's just explain that. We're kidding. If you were listening to this show, you already know what the internet is. You've listened to our earlier episodes on the dark web. And we would like to recommend uh, a guy that we usually give a hard time to. Uh, if you want to get a good nuts and bolts explanation of the technology at work behind the internet, uh, head on over to Tech Stuff uh, with our – Friend, recurring guest, yeah, <laughs> recurring guest host, and of course our complaint department, Jonathan Strickland. He's kind of a frenemy, <laughs> in a way. You know, when I first started working here, he promoted me to nemesis at some point. I remember that, and I thought he would let it. He, I thought eventually we'd get tired of it. The oh no, you guys have been riding that crazy train ever since. I know. But he does know his stuff about uh, the internet and technology. We're going to talk specifically about a strange mystery that occurred on uh, on Reddit a number of years ago. With a strange name. It's called Lake City Quiet Pills. 
That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I don't know why. It gives me a shudder. Oh, it'll give you more of a shudder once we get into it. Something about that just on its own. Remember last episode we talked about how like kind of simple, straightforward names seem the most nefarious at times? Yes. That mm-hmm. has that thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we this thing is found or was found, originated on a website called Reddit. If you don't know what Reddit is, let's get into it. It's a news slash meme, I would say, aggregator. Mm-hmm. I, th- I would say it kind of leans heavily on the second Maybe, you know, there's a lot of news. That's where I get a lot of my news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in theory, it's driven by reader interests. This It's upvotes, downvotes. Instead of creating its own, you know, stories of Reddit publishing things, it takes uh, articles from other parts of the web, images from other parts of the web, throws it on there and lets all of the people vote on what's the best and what's the worst. And the name itself is, is a portmanteau really of reading and editing and the people that contribute to it are referred to as Redditors because not only do they consume the content on the site, they are also largely responsible for the content on the site. And there is sort of a hierarchy of upvoting and downvoting like you're talking about mm-hmm. as far as what rises to the top and what sinks to the bottom. So – In theory, if everything is working well, uh, Reddit will become the sum of its participants' interest. And just like Noel and Matt explained, uh, there's rough upvoting, downvoting of things. Uh, Reddit users, this is very important, are to a degree anonymous. Um, So sure, we've looked looked into this in the past. It's, It's essentially so inconvenient to be anonymous on the web that you might as well consider it impossible, but Reddit makes it very easy for someone to have a different identity. Part of the draw, really. Yeah, I I would absolutely agree. And sure, our our buddy, our poor unfortunate NSA intern Steve. Oh man, Steve, are you doing okay? (laughs) He probably knows everyone's real name and address, but the average Reddit user won't know anything about other Reddit users or Redditors unless they choose to reveal these details. That means that it's very, very difficult to know what's true and the community has evolved ways to Prove things when necessary, but for the most part, you can do and say and post whatever you want. And lastly, I mean, it is like almost like an ecosystem. It's 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 sort of like a combination, sort of a hybrid message board where there are little communities, sub communities, people that know each other mm-hmm. and that communicate on a regular basis and may voluntarily share information with one another within a particularly close knit community within the Reddit, you know, ecosystem. That's a really good point. Yeah, and another thing that we need to look at here is when you make an account, a Reddit account, and Mm -hmm. you make posts, anyone can click on the name of your account and see an entire backlog of everything that you've publicly posted as a user of Reddit, which is super handy to the story we're getting into today uh, because there is one person in particular that we're going to focus on that this whole story revolves around. Yes, all of this brings us to a Redditor named Religion of Peace, all one word. This Redditor was a shady dude, sketchy person, bad hombre, Uh, (laughs) apparently based on his comments, right? Uh, He was tied to some disreputable parts of Reddit. Uh, We do want to warn you that some of the things we are going to be citing here are severely not safe for work. Not NSFL. Yeah, NSFL, yeah. not safe for life. So you, if you desire to visit these, visit them at your own risk. Mm-hmm. So as Noel mentioned, Reddit is an ecosystem that has these different 
communities that are focused on specific interests. So there might be – you can also – anyone can make a new community. So there might yes. be something that's just for Camaros. There might be something that's just for – Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. Just or like a particular, like a George R. R. Martin or something like that. Yeah. Like a particular yeah. series of books, you know, a product even. I mean, mm-hmm. it gets as granular as you your imagination will allow. Honestly. I think there's a subreddit for uh, our one of our peer shows, stuff you should know. Actually, you know, we officially have one subreddit conspiracy stuff. We do. We do. Uh, a user, and I am so sorry if you're listening to this. I don't remember. Who, which person made it for us, but it, it exists there. Oh, holy smokes. It's waiting to be curated by you. Not not Ben and Noel, but you. The listener? You specifically listening to this. Yeah. Not a general you. No, you specifically. Like the you, like in the name of the show, like the stuff they don't want you to yes, know. Yes, yes. That you. That you. It all just came around to me that I realized that's the you we've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now that we have established this, um, we know that people can make their own communities. This guy, Religion of Peace, was a moderator, an administrator of uh, communities like Jailbait. Yeah, his the one that he was a moderator of was True Jailbait, which sounds even worse. So this would be, you know, this is essentially on the line of um, underage pornography. Yeah. And he also ran a website called That Old Guy's Image Host. Again, as Noel said, NSFL uh, does contain pornographic material. And ordinarily, this kind of posting history, it's it's unfortunate, it's sleazy, but it's not completely unheard of in, in forums, you know, mm-hmm. like Reddit or um, its evil genius uh, sibling 4chan. You know, these these kind of things happen because in a lot of ways people feel empowered when they are anonymous and they will do yeah. things that, you know, they would never do if you knew their real names. Back in July 2009, another Redditor going by the name 26 announced that religion of peace had passed away at the age of 79. Gross. I mean, not that he passed away, but that he was 79 and moderating. Right. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> if, yeah. The, if this is true. Now, this, again, this seems... Alleged. Yeah. This seems sad, but normal. You know, you can, as Matt said, see the comments that a Reddit user has made uh, laid out in a timeline. And Religion of Peace's comments are very interesting and far afield from what you would expect to find. It appears, in fact that he was someone with a lot of military backgrounds and that his, I guess, criminal interest didn't just stay in the flesh trade. He apparently specialized in arranging assassinations. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> so should we go through a couple of the posts that he made just so we can establish like – more information about this guy? Well, yeah. first a little yeah. background. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, what, what made this language unusual? Okay, sure. Right. So the um, – we'll walk through it this way. So remember the uh, website we mentioned a minute ago? There was a Redditor named Zaza Kokwan who found some information hidden in the page source, in the source code mm. of that old guy's image host. And it had the strange domain name of – 
www.lakecityquietpills.com. The site was also run by Religion of Peace. What this Reddit user found appeared to be these coded messages related to hiring people to conduct uh, these military operations. And shortly after this was discovered and armchair investigators were checking into it, Another Redditor found that the code had changed. Whoever was running the site had, I guess, upped their game and used encrypted hashes. So here's the kind of stuff they were saying before the the code changed. I would say standing on the no-fly list, let us know ahead of time to make arrangements. 12 March 2010, spec, a four-person team. These are all, all in a lot of like very strange shorthand initials. Slashes and shorthands and Mm -hmm. abbreviations and acronyms and things like that. And people have made guesses about what some of this means. So, for instance, there's there's a part where it says Fed CCW A+. That means is probably a conceal and carry Mm -hmm. permit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it also says stuff like no USWW. That probably stands for wants and warrants. Yep. And this, these references go around with um, with other parts of the world, like the European Union is mentioned here, uh, fluency in French or fluency in English are mentioned here. And depending on the people you ask, uh, this the, there are people ex military who say that this sounds like outdated military speak. Mm-hmm. So. This could mean – and this could mean that religion of peace, who's apparently also known as Dutch Milo, is a retired service member who went mercenary. And nowadays there's a lot of money in going private industry. I mean I can't remember what Blackwater is calling itself now, Academi or something perhaps or they'll just yeah, I think get, it's close they'll get a, a more an increasingly vague name mm-hmm. until one day they're just group incorporated <laughs> you know uh but when people found this they thought what the heck's going on who is the shade guy they're referencing who is dutch milo is this an elaborate hoax is this a marketing campaign some people thought it was an alternate reality game is this an assassination squad Well, we'll find out right after a quick sponsor break. Here's where it gets crazy. So we've established what's happening. Everything up to now is a real thing. The big question, which people haven't quite been able to crack yet, is – whether this is you know whether whether this is just somebody trolling on the internet mm-hmm. or whether it is a genuine mercenary ring or intelligence op of some sort that was discovered and there are arguments for and against it being a hoax but matt what's okay so one of the things we heard a lot when the argument in the arguments for it being a hoax was the concept of an arg as you said an alternate reality game could you Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, sure. One of these things is going to be involving all kinds of different electronics, sometimes uh, manual transmissions. Um, You're talking about secret posts on websites. 
uh, codes that are hidden somewhere that if you're playing the game and you know what the game is, you're going to be looking for it. But if you're not, then it's going to be innocuous. So uh, this is not like a, a web based like app, like a war game that has like a top down game type setup. This is like almost like an, a digital scavenger hunt kind of setup where that's established what the rules are, what the rules of play are. And then you kind of have to figure out where what you're looking for and where to look. Right. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. This is something that's sort of out of my wheelhouse a little bit. I'm trying to understand. It gets used a lot in viral marketing for, say, a film. Right. It's a, so if you want to uh, if you want to get people excited about a Matrix reboot, which spoiler alert is apparently happening, yeah, then you would as as a marketer, you would go and, and pepper in these little breadcrumbs on these different websites, and people would maybe just see a billboard that had a, a phone number, and if you went to that phone number, you get a weird message. Okay, I remember one with the movie Cloverfield, for example, with the, you know it was like Slush a monster show? movie, Slush Show. Yeah, they yeah. had all these like sub brands that websites would pop up, and you would be like, "What the hell is this?" And then realize, oh, you click here, and it cross linked you back to another thing. And yeah, I get it. It does kind of like create this almost mythology for a product. And it gets people talking about it and people, you know, on the internet love that. Yeah, but there are other communities out there where it's not just for marketing. It's a game that you can play where if you sign up, you know, you create an account on a website and you sign up to play this game, then you'll get calls in the middle of the night with someone who gives you like a secret message or something by a real human or sometimes by a robot. And then right. you, it'll give you coordinates or it'll give you a place to be at a certain time and there will be a physical note left there for you. Mm-hmm. Or there'll be like a VHS tape in a padded envelope left on your doorstep with footage of you sleeping on it. <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to stress that these things are very real. They're not always for marketing and they – you know. You can play them for any number of reasons. Sure. Um, sometimes to scare yourself, sometimes for the mystery, and sometimes for the marketing. And sometimes for job applications. Yeah. Uh, or for uh, entry into elite society. communities like uh, Cicada. 3301. Yes. Uh, when you know we had an update from Wired uh, or Ars Technica, I believe, about that, uh, that experience because – an anonymous robotics student actually did manage to crack the code, got into the gang and, you know, worked with them on open source stuff. Mm-hmm. So that mystery was somewhat solved. The reason we're bringing up these examples is because we want to we want to outline that this is more common perhaps than you might think. Mm-hmm. And this blurring of the line between reality and fiction is much more easily accomplished now that we we live in this world of instantaneous, pervasive information. So it could be that. It could be that someone just made it up and said, you know, this is this is gonna be my my opus, my maybe it all. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you break. Maybe you break some kind of code now that they use like hash encryptions and stuff. Maybe you break some kind of code somehow, and you get a web address and you type it in, and it's just a Rickroll video. Maybe, but to do all that on that website, to do all of this through an almost underage, if not underage, you know, pornography site, mm-hmm. pretty creepy. That's true. So when – let's talk about some things that would – some connective tissue. So when uh, 
when that Redditor 2-6 announced that Religion of Peace had passed away or Dutch Milo, they said that they were going to bury him near uh, – bury his ashes near a farm uh, – that he used to live on, but there was a mall there now. So people have, based on the name Lake City and this information about farm, tried to trace uh, the the coordinates of this. Um, okay, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Uh, the two six even just to keep you there, two six cool. even posted an image and said, this, "Here's where Milo is now," and it's an image on Google Maps, and it's right next to a little strip mall. Yeah, and it's just it looks like a a place that's being developed, like a little mm-hmm. tract of land that's being developed. And he's like, that's where he is. So there's another there's another important thing here. We're talking about the name Lake City Quiet Pills. Yes. Creepy, right? It comes from a, another person on a website called Fark, an Angel Two Six. I remember Fark from yeah. back in the day. That was I, I used to go to that site. A lot. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's some back in the day stuff. He was posting there since two thousand and one, and his tagline was, you know, like his signature line that would mm-hmm. show up in the form was dispensing Lake City quiet pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since nineteen sixty eight. Yes, and his email address was at lakecityquietpills.com. dot com. So it would appear then that he and Dutch Milo would both have access to this or are the same person pretending to be different people. But this is way back in 2001. I mean, this is really committing to the bit, isn't it? And uh, we just to reiterate here, the Reddit user's name is Mm 2-6. And then this is Angel 2-6, except in this version on FARC, it's spelled out Mm T-W-O-S-I-X. And... We also see these different connections that a lot of astute Redditors have made with the Lake City connection. Remember that Redditor we mentioned, uh, Zaskokwan? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, that's Ojibe for fry bread. And we have uh, someone named Sister Scythe who said that they were uh, – that, that they identified the location of that map that 2-6 posted. That it's a reservation at Fond du Lac. Uh, this means that in this Redditor's opinion, Lake City could be a reference to Duluth, Minnesota. But there's another and somewhat more compelling argument for Lake City Quiet Pills. Yeah, it's in Missouri maybe because there's this thing called the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant. Uh, it's in Independence, Missouri. It was originally constructed in 1941 by the uh, by Uncle Sam, and it's one of several government-owned ammunition plants. It's where they make all the bullets for the Army and Navy and Air Force and uh, Special Forces, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the primary – it's the United States' primary production source for small-caliber rifle ammunition, hence a Lake City quiet pill. And it's commonly referred to as Lake City ammo. And – the plant itself is pretty famous among shooters and handloaders. Uh, most people hadn't heard them being called quiet pills before. Most of the American military surplus ammo that people do use to shoot comes from Lake City. Like this place is an enormous plant. There are people who – let's go back and forth on this. I, I like that we're pro and conning mm. the uh, the truthiness of it here. <laughs> so – there are other people who think this is absolutely a hoax. Timeline be damned. 
uh, they say that um, they say that religion of peace is not a guy who served in the military in the late forties, and they do some quotes because religion of peace says. I was in the Navy until 45. I didn't see any land combat until Palestine in 47. I saw it then both sides and continued seeing it until I got too old. So if we walk through some of the math, that would make him 18 at least in 1945, meaning he was born earlier than 1927, which would make him 80 in 2007, around 82 in 2009 when Tusik said that he passed away. So maybe the story is changing. Maybe the guy is mistaken. We don't know how well they knew each other. Uh, there's another thing people try called contextual grammar analysis. And this would be running a passage through, a, um, through an algorithm essentially or through some software that would guess the age of the person writing. I don't know how – you guys feel I think that's interesting science, but I don't know how dependable that is. I wouldn't bet the farm on it or the strip mall. There's also uh, seems to be a perspective if you dig through some of the Reddit threads on this subject that a, a, a lot, if not all, of the people involved in this ring and that were posting on this site were ex-military where it was like a ring of like former rangers and you know high level highly trained military personnel um and that that kind of rings true here to me yeah i i could definitely see it so if they're tied into let us say for the sake of argument that the the let's say for the sake of argument that this is some sort of mercenary or assassin ring or even an intelligence operation, the first question would be why would you put these kind of notes in source code on you know, a porn site? A publicly available porn site. It seems pretty easy, easily discovered. Should we read a couple more excerpts? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I, I got a really good one. This is the one that really – Got to me from Religion of Peace posted seven years ago and it got two points, you guys. Says, I'm, and this is just an excerpt from it. Of course there are assassinations. There are some things that the legal system can't fix. So many people actually believe that as effed up as things are right now and as they have been for the last 20 years, that they aren't needed. I can think of any number of criminal organizations that would benefit from a dose of Lake City quiet pills. So there you have religion of peace using that phrase. Mm -hmm. In some of the other threads that I'm digging through here, we have a perspective that some uh, folks believed that this language was almost written in a way that made it sound like you would expect ex-military to sound mm -hmm. or like that the coded language talk was just so over the top as not to really be legit. But um, there's actually another podcast called Thinking Sideways that did yeah. an episode on this mm -hmm. and they consulted, uh, according to their post here on Reddit, consulted a, a large number of ex-military special ops experts, etc. Um, and they seem to believe that, as you mentioned earlier, Ben, it was simply – more of an old school way of, of speaking or writing these codes and that most of them that they showed it to felt that it was in fact legit. Hmm. Which is interesting because, you know, it, it's going back and forth on this. If they, if they are arranging assassinations in real life, then 
we would be able to or we would hope that we would be able to find an example of an assassination. You know what I mean? Unless these people are just getting together and LARPing. Well, there might have been one. There may be one example. Right. Spot on, Matt. The assassination of Mahmoud al-Mabbo. Can we take a quick sponsor break before we hop into the details of that case? Absolutely. As we mentioned before the break, uh, we do have more examples of these comments that were found in the source code or in the page source. And we'll, we'll walk through a couple of these and maybe see if they attach to like a specific assassination. Right. So our first first example here would be um, January 2010, January 12th. And it reads, Happy New Year, everyone. We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. Listen to the Shade keeps popping up. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming from out of area and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. Okay, so it's an invite to a birthday party. That sounds innocuous. Sounds fine. And then on the 18th of January 2010, we see another message. We got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has the key cards for locals. Pick up at the party. Give your travel name to the desk, and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? (laughs) Swanky. The phones are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 1330. Car service vouchers for return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI. Interesting wording here. Yes. Uh, I'm really interested in that 38 rooms. This is either a giant party or that's code for something. Right. That's a very that's a very good point, Matt. This also coincides with um that that quote that Noel just read uh was on 18 January 2010. The day before there was an assassination in Dubai on 19th January 2010, a man named Mahmoud al-Mapo was assassinated. Uh, He was wanted by the Israeli government for kidnapping and murder of two soldiers in 89, as well as purchasing arms from Iran for use in Gaza. His assassination got a lot of international attention due in part to the belief that it was ordered by the Israeli government and carried out by Mossad agents holding fake or stolen passports from different European countries and Australia. There were 26 suspects. Uh, They were put on Interpol's most wanted list because of the timeline of the comments and because of the timeline of the assassination. Some investigators believe that these are direct references. Right, Matt? Yeah, and I believe this this occurrence, this assassination had a ton of video related to it. Uh, video in the hotel in the lobby, like next to the rooms, um, video of people going in and out of a room. And it was pretty high profile. I remember on Live Leak at the time, I saw something. It's been a while and I couldn't find anything on it um, mm-hmm. in searching again. But this this is really interesting the way it's 
uh, lining up here, at least with the dates and some of this lingo. And then a person on Reddit, uh, who an account which is now deleted, went through and uh, kind of com- compared these two, mm-hmm. like what happened in real life and then what happened on the site. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff in there. You, you might want to check it out. I, what's the best way for people to find this, Ben? If you go to... Um, the Reddit Bureau of Investigation, yeah, which is RBI, a, yes. which was great. I recommend those folks. Awesome subreddit. Uh, if you go there or you can just search the internet for Lake City Quiet Pills and then assassination. Yeah. It, uh, throw in Reddit if you want as a keyword and it'll take you right there. You might have to do some digging within these uh, these posts, but all this stuff exists out there for you to kind of sink your teeth into and dig deeper. And there's a thread uh, I found where someone was really starting to try to get serious about digging in and finding some identities to associate with these folks. And one of the responses is from a poster with the handle uh, Jason Lee with J-A-S-E-N Lee. Uh, And the response is, quote, if you are serious about this, be careful. As others have mentioned before, the whole thing could be a hoax, but I don't believe this is a 15-year hoax for funsies. The point being, be cautious. These people don't seem to... F around, uh, use throwaway accounts and secure VPNs and then give some uh, suggestions for good VPNs to use. So, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody slinging Lake City quiet pills to roam around my house or, you know, around our office. That would be a little creepy. And also, uh, also, we want to say that this this has been investigated or dug into by many people, including uh, the Thinking Sideways podcast that Noel has mentioned, including uh, numerous Redditors who did some great sleuthing. And you have to wonder if there is a group of people who are listening to shows like this, reading forums like the ones we checked out for this episode. If you are there, if you are listening Feel free to write to us. Yeah. No? Matt, that'd, be, that'd be great. You're giving me a trepidatious look. No, no. I, I am interested in this line of work, and it's tough for me. You thinking about a change in career? N- no, no. <laughs> Although. You would have no. to. You'd have to tell us that you weren't <clears throat> considering it, though. Yeah, I can never go back there. Um, so I, I have a hard time arguing with that logic. That religion of peace states in that one that one little post he made that there are messed up people in this world, and sometimes the you know law can't reach them. The long arm of the law isn't long enough, and sometimes they have to go. And you know that's a tough thing to wrap your head around. It's a tough thing for me to even stomach a little bit, but I feel like he might be right. There might be a necessity for some kind of extrajudicial killing. I think he's absolutely right. I mean, whether or not it's philosophically right, the fact of the matter is that this does occur. You know, we live in an era and a time when we have to ask ourselves an honest question of the species, right? Are there really more skeletons in the closets of the, of, you know, the various nation states, or is it just easier to see into those closets? I don't think the number of skeletons has necessarily changed. I think it's just easier for people to learn about things like extraordinary rendition or black sites 
or assassinations carried out by other intelligence agencies. If you get into the murky world of real politic, uh, this is how the sausage is made, which is the first time I've ever used that figure of speech. Well, you uh, folks out there, you want to send us some of your sausage? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no? Weird? Do you make sausage at your house? Like, I, like, I would genuinely be interested in trying your sausage. I'm just trying to diffuse the, <laughs> diffuse the situation. Oh, here. the tension. Oh, it's tense. Ramsey uh, gave me, thankfully, a really awesome jar of Chipotle mustard that exists in our refrigerator right now. And nice. it would go really well with any kind of, you know, what, a Polish sausage. If you want to tell us how your sausage is made, uh, you can send us stuff. We have various ways you can do that. But before we uh, list off those ways um, robotically, why don't we do a little uh, shout-out corners. Our first shout-out today comes from Morgan. Um, and I'm, I'm a massive fan of this email. Uh, it starts off, hey, guys, Agent Liquid Cupcake checking in. I think she's referring to uh, the end of the episode um, on the counterculture where we said we would give oh, people nicknames, nicknames mm-hmm. operative names. So I lo- okay, Liquid yeah. Cupcake. Choose your own nickname. We, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Secret agent name. This is great. Um, just wanted to drop an angle on you that wasn't uh, particularly covered in the counterculture episode you just released. Um, let me start by saying, first off, that I am not some sort of nitrogen-based extra planner life form that lives <laughs> outside of time as it is understood in the set of dimensions. And because of that, I was certainly not the same age I am now, nor was I even a Live during the 1960s on Earth. Thank you for that. Um, before the rise of the counterculture, most people in the U.S. had a much more right-leaning, independent, and small government mindset. That made it hard for things like ARPA and domestic spying to exist. The rise of left-wing politics and social programs as a result created a normalization of government intervention in everyday lives of citizens in the U.S. This, coupled with the constant security threat of proxy war with the great enemy of the time, Russia, led to the idea that defense spending and government secrecy was not only tolerable, but essential to daily life. This led eventually to the current state of affairs in which the CIA has near total access to what amounts to voluntary provided social modeling and behavioral data. Just a reminder, time travel is not real and I do not live forever. Have a good day of which there are a finite number for every person, myself included. Well done, Liquid Cupcake. Thank you for writing to us. I really enjoyed that one too. And that is an interesting angle when we go into the ramifications or consequences of of such a paradigm shift, you know? Like if we had described the the kind of surveillance that exists now to our grandparents' generation or something, it would it would sound insane. It'd sound dystopian. Dude, you guys, I watched All the President's Men last night. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this movie? Robert Redford, it's all about all about Watergate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the main things is that surveillance, and they start to realize that, wait, they're surveilling all of us. I mean, this is a country where several very powerful government agencies existed off the books for years, you know? And this, of course, this leads us to to think like what else could be out there that we don't know about, you know? Yeah. But at a, especially at a time when it was completely not thought that that could happen, that perhaps an executive branch could work directly with an intelligence agency and collect data on as many people as possible. The next one comes from Bonnie. 
She says, I'm a longtime listener. I love the show. Bonnie, you're the best. She didn't write that. You put that part in. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Uh, Your show and others, the How Stuff Works, helped me through my many long, boring work days. Oh, man. You guys know how those are. Okay, so I was listening to your recent Nazi Bell episode when you referenced uh, the Kecksburg incident. However, you said Kecksburg, Kentucky, but it's actually Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, Oops, uh, that's our bad. I'm originally from Western Pennsylvania, not far from Kecksburg, and we would often call this backwoods part of the state Pennsylvania because of its similarity to Kentucky. As a matter of fact, this part of the state has even stood in for Kentucky. I'm assuming in film or in media in some way. The show Justified, yes, here we go, answering my question. The show Justified was supposed to take place in Kentucky, but some of the scenes were actually filmed not far from Kecksburg, so your error was rather amusing. Bonnie also gave us some really fun information about a reactor, a nuclear reactor, and all kinds of good stuff in her email. But we're not going to read the whole thing. We're just going to thank you, Bonnie, for writing to us and uh, for correcting us. Yes, this is uh, this is the most important part of the show. Thank you for keeping us honest, Bonnie, and also uh, teaching us a little bit about Pennsylvania, which I haven't <laughs> I haven't visited yet, but I'm looking forward to traveling. Uh, let's make our last shout out here a uh, very very short and sweet one. Uh, Keith G, you wrote in briefly and you said, hi, guys, love the show. I'm a longtime listener from Gloucester, England. Can you please do me a shout out? Thank you for the cool podcast. Cheers, Keith. Keith, you get straight to the point. Is it Chief Keith? Is it K-I-E-F? It's K-E-E-F. Mm, okay. <clears throat> so douche, indeed. So shout out to you, Keith. And this concludes our... As well as our episode, but not the show itself. Have no fear. We will be back unless, of course, we take a dose of Lake City quiet pills. Hey, stop. You can hear from us on Friday. In the meantime, uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're uh, we're doing all sorts of stuff. You can check out every episode that Noel, Matt, and I have ever done on our website. Deep breath. Stuff they don't want you to know.com. And – we have uh, we have a, a, a few announcements actually. Just as we sew this up, so we have been gone from the world of YouTube for a while. You guys, yes, we've been doing some different things. Yes, it's been too long. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. But we have been working behind the scenes, um, Noel, Matt, and I, very closely on a new video that is out now. It is live. You can watch it for free on Amazon and we'll be posting this everywhere. You may recall we did an audio episode about the Georgia Guidestones. This is a more in-depth exploration of that from the video angle. And we have Matt as our behind-the-camera sorcerer. Uh, We have uh, Noel giving an exclusive interview with stuff about the Guidestones that you're not going to hear anywhere else. It's not really exclusive. I'm here all the time. You guys, you can ask me anything. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were a fan of that episode, this is really going to flesh out a lot of what we talked about, a lot of what Noel said, his story in relation to the Guidestones and to Wyatt C. Martin, and is narrated by Ben. So you have those dulcet tones coming through, riding all the way to the end. I love it. It makes me happy having you in there. And then Noel comes in, gives his interviews, and then we get back to Ben. I feel like sometimes you, you get a little puppet mastery. 
Wait, wait. Oh, when I'm behind, <laughs> when I'm editing? I, I just, you know, you called us marionettes that one time. Yeah, you're, you're my little playthings that I make move around on the TV. No puppet. <laughs> okay, I'm You're sorry. the puppet. <laughs> oh, um, just a few more things about this, this video oh, that what? exists. <laughs> All right. So it's on Amazon. You can watch it for free if you have Prime. You can also watch it with commercials if you don't have Prime. And uh, it's on Amazon.com slash – I think you just search in there for video or Amazon Prime video and mm-hmm. you can click on it and watch it there. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed the audio podcast, you're going to love this video because it really shows you the story that we discussed on air. So take the time, watch it. It's about 20 minutes long. It's good. Yeah. And Matt, you're a perfectionist. So if you're saying it's good, uh, then it's really, really worth the time. If you're feeling charitable or generous, feel free to leave us a review. And our very last thing, you guys, our show is sold out. Yeah, the New York show on April 8th. You can't come anymore <laughs> unless you already have a ticket. That's mean, Matt. You could probably still get scalper tickets outside or check out StubHub or something. You know how those things go. Yeah, oh. you guys know I like to sell – I like to scalp tickets on the side. Don't pay $50 to see us. I will only accept Ben Bucks, actually. <laughs> but uh, never fear. If you want to go to the show and you haven't been able to get in but you're in New York, uh, write to us because we are – probably going to put together some kind of like hangout thing uh if you want to go grab a beverage with us uh we also have a few surprises in store for the for the big apple so stay tuned on that and in the meantime if you have suggestions for an upcoming topic if you have cracked the code of the lake city quiet pills if you are indeed dutch milo returned from the dead or if you know him or, or if you're Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. Or Angel 2-6, maybe? Yeah. Write to us. Uh, let us know what you think. We are. Conspiracy at HowStuffWorks.com.